Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Belonging. Well, it has been a minute since I last recorded. Actually, it's been several months since I've last recorded an episode. Um, Lots happening, and I will talk about that in a minute. I do have some guests lined up, and I plan on starting to record with my guests over the summer of 2023. But in the meantime, I wanted to share with you some thoughts, ideas, and things that have been happening with me. And this first of, of the, uh, those episodes, uh, I'm excited to try out Zencaster, which I've been um, wanting to use for a while. Um, and I have uh, learned about it um, and, and wanted to, to uh, as I said, use it. So I'm trying it out. I hope it works. Let's see. So I want to talk about my one words. So uh, it's at the end of the year. Uh, I'm recording this during the last week of December 2022. And it's a good time to reflect on the year. I've seen some posts on social media of people beginning to reflect on their year. They put, put together videos, compilations of things that have happened over the year, photos, and just... Um, written reflections. So I wanted to record uh, this short podcast episode to reflect on my 2022 one word, which was journey. And I want to uh, talk about my new one word for 2023, which is bittersweet. So looking back on 2022, and filling you in a bit about why I haven't had time to record any episodes over the last couple of months. Uh, in, uh, and related to the word journey, I have always wanted to be a grandma. I call myself Nana. Uh, and I've asked the grandchildren to, which is a, a preview of what I'm going to be talking about, uh, to call me eventually Nana. And uh, in spring of last year, around March or April, both my daughter and her husband and my son and his wife announced that they were having babies. Uh, my son and his wife announced first that they were, that they were having um, a baby, and she was due in October. And my daughter then announced that she was having... And that's exactly what she did on Zoom, just like that. She was having twins sometime in September or October. Her due date actually was in October, not too far away from my daughter-in-law's due date. Well, that's a journey too. After waiting all this time, because my kids are already in their 30s, which is not a long time. I mean, they're not late or anything like that, but I really wanted grandchildren. I love little kids. And so after waiting all this time, I was going to have three all at once, which is a blessing. But as part of my journey to becoming a Nana, it was, well, my son and daughter-in-law are in New Jersey. My daughter and son-in-law are in Boston. Unless you figure out a way to clone me, uh, it's going to be difficult for me to be in both places. 
and both places, not just to spend time with the babies, but also to be able to uh, help out. Um, so what did I do? Uh, well, over the summer, I spent uh, a month with my mom who turned 98 while I was there and is uh, knock on wood in good health and living on her own still. She's not driving anymore, but she's got wonderful neighbors. My sister lives nearby, wonderful friends. And so she's been managing quite well. Uh, but I wanted to spend time with her because I didn't know how I was going to find time to spend with her. And I usually spend a couple of weeks or a month or so, sometimes more, with her when I'm in the States. So uh, I did that. And so uh, part of that journey was to help her go through all her old photos from about the 1940s through the early 1960s, organize them and put them into photo albums. And that journey was really awesome because, of course, as she went through all the photos, she she told the stories and um, I found out things about my brother and my sister and me that I didn't know and certainly reminisced about uh, how she met my dad and, and all of those things. So it was it was really wonderful. Again, another blessing. And then helped out my son in August uh, and daughter-in-law. Uh, she was having a difficult pregnancy and I... I wanted to be there for them. And so I extended my stay a little bit and came back for just a couple of weeks to Kuwait to regroup and then turned around on September 20th. Uh, and because my daughter had, had an emergency C-section and had the babies, the twins, uh, on September 10th, spent the next two and a half months helping them out, cooking, cleaning, helping with the babies, bonding. Oh, it was a wonderful experience. I will record episodes about that experience because the babies were in the NICU for about a month. And uh, my daughter-in-law uh, had a full-term baby and the experiences were quite different. And things are just so different from when I had my children over 30 years ago. And when my mom had her, us, my brother, my sister and I. So it's, it's really interesting just to look at all the information that's out there. And, uh, and, and I, I'd like to sort of take you on the journey as I, as I went through it. I was hoping to do it while it was happening, but it was just too hectic. So we had that. And then, uh, October 23rd, my, uh, Son and daughter-in-law had their baby girl. And again, really, really exciting. I was able to visit them for a couple of weeks after I left my daughter and son-in-law. Um, and I've been back in Kuwait for about two weeks now and plan to turn around soon to help out my, my daughter um, with the twins as my son and daughter, my daughter and son-in-law go back to work in the next month or two, and also to help out my son and daughter-in-law and to see my mom, who I didn't get to see in the fall. Um, we talked on, you know, Skype and, and all of that, but it's just not the same. And she's been very gracious about the fact that I haven't been able to visit her, but uh, I miss her. And even though we, you know, we Skype all the time, it's just not the same. So, um, 
that catches you up on 2022. Uh, my husband did come and he got to meet the babies also. And it was really a wonderful experience. Um, oh, gosh, seeing them smile for the first time and just watching them grow is just uh, what a blessing. And it's hard when you're living really, really far away, whether it's from Kuwait to the United States or somewhere in the United States to some other state, it's difficult. And uh, so now I want to kind of look at this word bittersweet that I've chosen for 2023. You may say, well, that's an interesting word to choose. Um, I thought so too. And it really came to me after listening to uh episode uh, by uh, Brene Brown talking about her book, uh, Atlas of the Heart. I watched it on, uh, it's an HBO series. I watched it on uh, my flight back to Kuwait. And she interviewed Susan Cain, who has authored a book about Bittersweet. And I've read the book, uh, read Susan Cain's book, and it's given me so many insights. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized a good part of my life, especially my adult life, has been this idea of the bitter and the sweet, this bitter sweetness. Um, I cry at my I cried at my children's graduations, especially at their high school graduations, because I knew that once they left to go to the United States for the university, and just as being adults that it would be different. You know, I'm, I'm really proud of them. And uh, there's a, a separate episode that I'm going to play that I'll put up uh, about, you know, about my, my, my children and how proud I am of them. But, um, you know, graduation, high school graduations and saying goodbye when they left and settling them into college and so forth. The, changes that happen as they grow into adults uh, in their 20s. So that was bittersweet. The bitterness is the saying goodbye and saying goodbye to those children, you know, that are in the house that you can sort of watch them every day, um, talk to them, have conversations with them all the time, to when uh, they sort of pick and choose when they get in touch with you as they grow and you don't know what they're doing. Um, you hope for the best and uh, you wish them the best. And of course, I wouldn't want them hanging on to my ankles for the rest of their lives. So you push them out of the nest and, uh, well, it wasn't really a big push on my part, but you let them leave the nest and, uh, and hope for the best. And they've done a really, really good job over the last 10 to 15 years, um, becoming amazing adults. And I cry at, not so much at weddings, um, except happy tears. But that to me isn't so bittersweet. Um, and then, you know, saying goodbye to my mom every time I'm in the States and have to leave. That has always, over the last 20 years, has been a bittersweet moment. Knowing that I, you know, especially as she gets older, that I might not see her again, uh, as happened with my dad in 2009 when I left in August and then he passed away in November suddenly. Um, 
you know, that's the bittersweetness, but getting past it and understanding it. So, and then reading Susan Cain's book and her insight and research into the importance of dealing with the bitter, uh, and that could be trauma, that could be um, just transitions, life transitions. Uh, It could be like saying goodbye to someone you love who has passed away. Um, It, you know, life transitions like graduations and, and retirement, which I had recently in 20, 2019, which again was bittersweet. I didn't necessarily want to leave full-time work, but once I did, you know, there were things that I was able to do, like spend two and a half months helping my daughter uh, with twins. So again, that balance of bitter and sweet and being able to um, reflect on it being able to see and be grateful for those bitter moments um, and all of that. And and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that as we get into 2023 and I talk about why I chose that word. So I just wanted you to have some background, a reflection on 2022, filling you in on what's been happening with me. Uh, I don't post uh, about those kinds of personal things too much on social media. I respect my children's privacy, and uh, they're not ones to post photos of the babies and so forth. Um, But I have shared them with very close friends, so you might have seen them. And I am just, again, so proud of my children for managing... uh, with the babies, uh, my my oldest son uh, doesn't have any children, but um, I'm so proud of him and all that he's accomplishing and has accomplished. I um, look forward to his memoir that uh, Crossed Fingers will get published uh, in 2023 or 2024. And I look forward to all of the things that he's accomplishing with his partner and um, all that they're doing to make the world a better place, all of them. Them, my children, my actual bloodline children, and also their spouses, um, amazing, amazing people. So that's it for this episode. And I will also post the episode where I talk about my children. Some of this will be more personal, but also as I get into the episodes talking about the journey of the um, early childhood period, the very newborn period, I hope that I can share some information uh, about belonging because uh, that really starts as soon as the babies are born and talking uh, and reflecting about how I went about it and um, how the science has shown to go about it, how, what they're encouraging parents to do. So I'll be talking about that also. Um, but some of it will also be personal. And uh, through those reflections, hopefully you can learn something about your own journey, uh, your own journey to identity, your own journey to feeling those big feelings like the bitter and the sweet and, um, and a lot of other stuff. So, uh, it's good to be back. I 
probably won't have a regular schedule because I'm heading back to the States soon and I don't know what that's going to look like, but as much as I can, I will be recording and I will be posting um, on my Journeys to Belonging podcast, even if it's just snippets of what's happening and things that I'm thinking about. So I hope everyone is ending up the year well. And if not, I hope you have people around you who are able to support you. If you don't, please reach out to me. Uh, I'm always, I'm always here to listen. And, um, and yeah, uh, please take a look at my website, EileenWinnaker.com. There are a lot of resources there and a lot of ways that I can help in terms of coaching and uh, supporting you. Probably not until the summer, but if it's something uh, that you have a question or just something that you really need help with, please reach out. I love networking, and if I can't answer it or for whatever the reason, I'll definitely put you in, in touch with someone who can. Be well, and I look forward to talking to you the next time. This is the Journeys to Belonging podcast, and I'm Dr. Eileen Winokur.